Chapter 7 of the Ladies' Book of Etiquette and Manual of Politeness by Florence Hartley. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Christine Lamberton. Chapter 7 Visiting Etiquette for the Hostess. When you write to invite a friend to visit you, name a time when it will be convenient and agreeable for you to receive her and if she accepts your invitation so arrange your duties and engagements that they will not interfere with your devoting the principal part of your time to the entertainment of your guest if you have certain duties which must be performed daily say so frankly when she first arrives and see that during the time you are so occupied she has work reading music or some other employment to pass the time away pleasantly have a room prepared especially for her use and let her occupy it alone many persons have a dislike to any one sleeping with them and will be kept awake by a companion in the room or bed above all do not put a child to sleep in the chamber with your guest the day before your friend arrives have her room swept dusted and aired put clean fresh linen upon the bed see that the curtains are in good order the locks in perfect repair and the closet or wardrobe and bureau empty for her clothes have upon the bureau a pin-cushion well filled, hairpins, brush and comb, and two mirrors, one large and one small, for the hand, as she may wish to smooth her hair without unpacking her own toilet articles. Upon the washstand have two pitchers full of water, a cup, tumbler, soap-dish, and soap, basin, brush-dish, and a sponge wash rag and plenty of clean towels have both a feather bed and a mattress upon the bedstead that she may place whichever she prefers uppermost two sheets a blanket quilt and counterpane should be on the bed and there should be two extra blankets in the room should she require more covering in the night on the mantelpiece place a few books that she may read if she wishes before sleeping have upon the mantelpiece a box of matches and if the room is not lighted by gas have also a supply of candles in a box and a candlestick if the room is not heated by a furnace be careful that the fire is made every morning before she rises and keep a good supply of fuel in the room besides the larger chairs have a low one to use while changing the shoes or washing the feet upon the table place a full supply of writing materials as your guest may wish to send word of her safe arrival before unpacking her own writing desk Put two or three postage stamps upon this table. Be sure that bells, locks, hinges, and windows are all in perfect order. 
before your guest arrives go to her room if it is in winter have a good fire hot water on the washstand and see that the windows are tightly closed and the room cheerful with sunshine or plenty of candle or gas light if in summer draw the curtains bow the shutters open the windows and have a fan upon the table it is well to have a bath ready should your guest desire that refreshment after the dust and heat of travelling when the time arrives at which you may expect your guest send a carriage to the station to meet her and if possible go yourself or send some member of the family to welcome her there after her baggage is on the carriage drive immediately to the house and be certain all is ready there for her comfort as soon as she is in your house have her trunks carried immediately to her own room and lead her there yourself then after warmly assuring her how welcome she is leave her alone to change her dress bathe or lie down if she wishes if her journey has been a long one and it is not the usual hour for your next meal have a substantial repast ready for her about half an hour after her arrival with tea or coffee if she arrives late at night after she has removed her bonnet and bathed her face invite her to partake of a substantial supper and then pity her weariness and lead the way to her room she may politely assert that she can still sit up and talk but be careful you do not keep her up too long and do not waken her in the morning after the first day she will of course desire to breakfast at your usual hour but if she has had a long fatiguing journey she will be glad to sleep late the first day be careful that she has a hot breakfast ready when she does rise and take a seat at the table to wait upon her after the chambermaid has arranged the guest chamber in the morning go in yourself and see that all is in order and comfortable and that there is plenty of fresh water and towels the bed properly made and the room dusted then do not go in again through the day unless invited if you are constantly running in to put a chair back open or shut the windows or arrange the furniture you will entirely destroy the pleasantest part of your guest's visit by reminding her that she is not at home and must not take liberties even in her own room it looks too as if you were afraid to trust her and thought she would injure the furniture if you have children forbid them to enter the room your friend occupies unless she invites them to do so or they are sent there with a message if your household duties will occupy your time for some hours in the morning introduce your guest to the piano bookcase or picture folio and place all at her service when your duties are finished 
either join her in her own room or invite her to sit with you and work chatting meanwhile together if you keep your own carriage place it at her disposal as soon as she arrives if she is a stranger in the city accompany her to the points of interest she may wish to visit and also offer to show her where to find the best goods should she wish to do any shopping inquire of your visitor if there is any particular habit she may wish to indulge in such as rising late retiring early lying down in the daytime or any other habit that your family do not usually follow if there is arrange it so that she may enjoy her peculiarity in comfort if there is any dish which is distasteful to her avoid placing it upon the table during her visit and if she mentions in conversation any favorite dish have it frequently placed before her if she is accustomed to eat just before retiring and your family do not take supper see that something is sent to her room every night if your friend has intimate friends in the same city beside yourself it is an act of kindly courtesy to invite them to dinner tea or to pass a day and when calls are made and you see that it would be pleasant invite the caller to remain to dinner or tea never accept any invitation either to a party ball or public entertainment that does not include your guest in answering the invitation give that as your reason for declining when another note will be sent enclosing an invitation for her if the invitation is from an intimate friend say in answering it that your guest is with you and that she will accompany you it is a mistaken idea to suppose that hospitality and courtesy require constant attention to a guest there are times when she may prefer to be alone either to write letters to read or practice some ladies follow a guest from one room to another never leaving them alone for a single instant when they would enjoy an hour or two in the library or at the piano but do not like to say so the best rule is to make your guest feel that she is heartily welcome and perfectly at home when she is ready to leave you see that her trunks are strapped in time by the servants have a carriage ready to take her to the station have the breakfast or dinner at an hour that will suit her prepare a luncheon for her to carry and let some gentleman in the family escort her to the wharf check her trunks and procure her tickets if your guest is in mourning decline any invitations to parties or places of amusement whilst she is with you show her by such little attentions that you sympathize in her recent affliction and that the pleasure of her society and the love you bear her 
make such sacrifices of gaiety trifling compared with the sweet duty of comforting her. End of chapter 7